Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. Hello, everyone. It's uh, 8.30 p.m. Central on Tuesday, March 15th, as I record episode 43 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. And sports betting types are already wetting their appetites uh, for the excitement of the upcoming Thursday-Friday games with the so-called first four games, uh, two today and two more on tomorrow, Wednesday, March 16th. Hello again, I'm Paul Stone, and March Madness has arrived in all its splendor and glory. Uh, The first two full days of the NCAA uh, men's basketball tournament this Thursday and Friday are unequivocally my two favorite days of the annual sports calendar. I know many of you probably feel the exact same way. Uh, Near the end of this podcast, I'm going to offer two complimentary selections. One's going to be on a Thursday-Friday opening round game uh, in the NCAA tournament. But that's not really the theme of this week's podcast. Instead, it's about the other, sometimes forgotten, those other three postseason tournaments adorning college basketball stage over the next two or three weeks. The other tournaments being the NIT, the CBI, and the Basketball Classic. Hence, this week's podcast title, Don't Forget About the Little Guys. You know, not that these teams, as far as calling them little guys, not that these teams are small in stature or that their school's brand is smaller than some of their brethren earning a spot in the more prestigious, more ballyhooed NCAA tournament, but more a reference to their tournaments, the tournaments they're participating in, receiving far less attention and coverage than the mammoth money-making March Madness centerpiece. For some college basketball handicappers, and maybe even some who profess to bet the sport at a fairly serious level, The NIT, the CBI, and the Basketball Classic are pretty much out of sight, out of mind. But I would maintain that bigger betting edges generally exist in these lesser tournaments. One thing to note, bettors are human beings. And all human beings are emotional beings at some level. And some bettors' emotional side manifests itself in being sucked into focusing more and perhaps even betting more on higher profile events. And obviously fewer bigger or draw more attention than the men's uh, NCAA basketball tournament, especially the spectacles uh, first four days uh, of, uh, of action. Sometimes I hear of, or I'm around sports bettors who are extremely emotional and seem to take the full brunt of every 
sports wagering punch just directly to the chin. You know, I understand this. You know, I, I would be lying, first of all, if I claimed to be calm, cool, and collected through every minute of every sports betting week. Still, I sometimes wonder, you know, how these guys manage to stay off full tilt based on my limited time around them. That's one side of the emotional sports better. Certainly another, uh, and it's kind of, uh, I, I kind of did reference it there in, in, in this that last point, but certainly another side to the emotional sports better is having your betting approach and potential involvement in a game influenced by the mere magnitude of the event. You know, folks, and this is certainly not a, an original thought from Paul Stone, the money paid out by the sports book is just as green in the NIT, the CBI, or the basketball classic. So don't shy away from those tournaments. You want to know something about them. You want to know something about the teams. You want to handicap their seasons at some level. Don't just go in blindly and throw money away. But in general, again, I think these events proportionally probably offer more value betting opportunities. Uh, in fact, you know, my favorite bets in college basketball over the next week are going to be in the less prestigious postseason tournaments. Uh, I'm going to give you one here shortly. It takes discipline, extreme discipline, to be a winning better over the long term. You must be attracted to value wherever it may be found and not prominence, no matter how bright and shiny and inviting. You must pay absolutely, and listen to this, please. You must pay absolutely no e attention to personal streaks, winning or losing. You're going to have positive and negative streaks, and variance is a real part of the sports bettors day-to-day, week-to-week, uh, and even beyond that life. That's going to happen. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I always chuckle when I'm contacted uh, by one of my clients uh, by email or some other method about a recent positive stretch of results. I like it. I'm glad they take the time to reach out to me. And maybe it's just me, but there seems to kind of be an inference that I'm doing better work or, or working longer and harder uh, and hence the positive results. You know, conversely, when I have a bad day results-wise, or even worse, you know, hit an inevitable streak again where losing becomes more prevalent than winning over some period of time. I hear from the same clients uh, in, in this negative scenario, the same three or four clients, and they're always, you know, voicing their despair and general displeasure uh, at my recent wave of results. You know, frankly, my assumption is that in some cases, they perhaps overextended themselves, failed to exercise proper discipline. You know, I hope this is not the case, uh, but that's always my fear. Folks, there's going to be ups and downs again in the life of a sports handicapper. Extreme ones at that. It's not probable. It's guaranteed. Being balanced mentally, financially, and physically is just as, if not more, important than being able to identify value on the daily bet betting sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a, uh, a long, 
uh, but positive college basketball season, very productive, have enjoyed it. I've hit 56% against the spread as monitored by the sports monitor of Oklahoma City entering today's action. That's over 262 monitored selections, my record being 145, 114, and three against the spread. There's been lots of ups and downs, lots of highs and lows. Uh, one Saturday this season, I think it was back in January, I went 0-6, or maybe it was even, it might have been even 0-7. I really don't remember, but I know it started with an O. As you might expect, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, I got some, some negative feedback. Unfortunately, in this business, 56% against the spread over a season doesn't mean you're going to hit 56% every day, every week, or even every month for that matter. More importantly, and no doubt about it, more importantly, it means that some, you know, over some sample size of games, obviously the larger the sample size, the better you have hit 56%. You know, some people won't get this comparison probably, my analogy, but in my eyes, being a successful long-term handicapper is at least somewhat akin to the rope-a-dope strategy employed by one of the greatest boxers of all time, Muhammad Ali. He most notably utilized this technique of laying against the ropes and taking punches from George Foreman in his stunning upset of the younger and stronger fighter in October 1974, the fight in Zaire, dubbed forevermore the Rumble in the Jungle. Ali's intent by this rope-a-dope strategy was to tire out or have Foreman ultimately punch himself out, allowing himself to be the fresher fighter in the latter rounds and kind of just ultimately turn that advantage into victory, which he did. You know, not that sports betters, sports betters rather intentionally take punches or absorb physical punishment. Hopefully that's not the case. That would be insane. As a better, though, the punishment you're enduring is mental and emotional, not physical. But the common theme between the two is this. As a sports better, there's going to be periods where you're taking a barrage of blows, betting losses in this case. But you have to remain upright. You have to withstand. You have to ultimately survive. You know, live to, to fight another day. You can't let your guard down. You can't make a tactical mistake, leaving yourself wide open and vulnerable to the opponent's knockout punch. You have to stick to your plan. You got to stick to your process. You know, focus kind of on getting to the end of this round and to the fresh beginning of a new round. You know, you have to be, and I say this maybe every podcast, and hopefully it sinks in and people understand what it means. You have to be process-oriented, not results-oriented. Quick plug uh, on, on Paul Stone Sports. Obviously, the NCAA tournament getting into full swing this week. I've hit 56%, again, against the spread. I think few match that record, uh, especially few monitored, truly monitored handicappers. I am monitored by the very reputable, the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. If you're interested in my package for March Madness, only 149 from today all the way through the national championship game on April 4th. 
149. If interested, go to paulstonesports.org. Again, that's paulstonesports.org. Enough rope-a-dope. We're going to go to this week's complimentary selections. I'm going to give one in the college basketball invitational, and then I'm going to give one in a opening round game of the NCAA uh, men's basketball tournament. First of all, let's go to the CBI, uh, Sunday, March 20th. We have a game in that tournament between Abilene Christian of the Western Athletic Conference and Troy of the Sunbelt Conference. In that game, Abilene Christian is laying four uh, and consistent with this week's podcast theme. Don't forget about the little guy. Uh, This is one of my favorite plays in college basketball over the next week. Simply put, Abilene Christian's been the far superior team over the past couple of months. Not going to get into great detail. Your time is valuable. But lay the four, and I would lay it soon because I think it's going to go up. But lay the four and take Abilene Christian over Troy in the CBI. Uh, Without further ado, let's go to the NCAA uh, men's tournament comp selection. This is going to be a Thursday game played in Buffalo, New York, between Arkansas and America East Conference champion Vermont. This game sees the Razorbacks favored by five. For whatever it's worth, Vermont, again, the regular season and conference tournament champion of the America East Conference, the Catamounts getting a lot of betting support at the window. The Catamounts, if you follow college basketball closely, though, they have little competition in their league. So what I do, I know it was earlier in the season, so that's kind of the the downside to this. But I looked at their five toughest non-conference games, those five games, and the results of those games are they lost by 11 at Maryland, lost by 10 at Providence, lost by three at UNC Greensboro, and lost by two on a neutral court against Oakland. Uh, Vermont's lone victory among those five games, they were one and four against their five best non-conference opponents, in my opinion. Their victory, they did defeat Colgate by 10 at home. Colgate also uh, in the NCAA basketball tournament. Vermont's schedule, as you might imagine, doesn't rank very high. Only 315th by Jeff Sagren. Arkansas, on the other hand, in the SEC, uh, might be the toughest league uh, in the nation this year. I think either the SEC or the Big 12, Big 10 right there, maybe a notch below. But this Arkansas team has played some tough competition. I think they have a legitimate chance to, to challenge for the Final Four. To our advantage, in my opinion, the Razorbacks have lost two of their last three games, including an 18-point loss in their last game to Texas A&M in the SEC tournament semifinals. So I think we get a hungry, focused Arkansas team, only favored by five. I think Arkansas is going to take it, you know, take care of business, if you will, against Vermont. Take Arkansas, lay the five over Vermont. That's going to do it for another episode of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Uh, everybody have a great tournament. Enjoy the games. Uh, pace yourself if you're wagering on these games. Don't go go all in on Thursday morning uh, and blow your entire bankroll uh, only not to have anything left when the results start turning your way. So pace yourself. Have a plan. Stick to your plan. Hope it's a winning plan. Until next time, again, I'm Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. 
Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions. 